0: Life with Brent and Jeff. Oh my gosh. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me.
1: Good evening and welcome to The Altar Life. I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Brent. And we are here for part four of our parable series. Tonight we're going to be doing the parable of the lost sheep and the parable of the lost coin from Luke chapter 15.
0: Tonight's episode... Lost and Found you ever st- I love Lost and Found <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable segment <laughs> There's always just random things in there I, I love a, it I have a story about that actually We will get to it We will <laughs> <laughs> So you have to stay around Stick around And uh, we got a lot of great music in store We've got another great topic And um, super blessed in the last three And uh, we're continuing to roll on here With uh, the parable series, and you can check out all those past series on our website, www.thealtralife.com. Luke 15 is where we're parked tonight, and uh, to set the stage, all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to Jesus to hear him. And the the Pharisees and scribes complained, of course they're always complaining, (laughs) saying, This man receives sinners and he eats with them. So uh, he spoke this parable to them. So he responded in a parable and a story and said, and we'll just kick it off with the first one. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. I think it's funny because I think, I feel like the we get
1: the idea of the Pharisees that they're like judging, but I feel like there was a little bit of jealousy in there. They're like, wait, if he's supposed to be Messiah, we're the good ones, right? Come on. Hang out with us. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You know, like not those gross people. We don't even associate with them. And then Jesus lays it out, says, hey, 99 people who think they don't need repentance, I don't want to hang out with those. I want to hang out with the one sinner who says, yeah, I need you. Pretty (laughs) easy. Wouldn't you want that too? (laughs) The person that actually says they need you. Uh Uh-huh. Not the person that's like, eh, you can hang out if you want, but uh, I'm doing just fine. <laughs> Don't you want to hang out with me? <laughs> <laughs> Messiah, look at the world we've laid for you. <laughs> Haven't we kept good care of your children? Come. <laughs> That's what the Pharisees wanted him to be like. We're like, Wow, you guys got this place pretty much under control, so uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> so let's hang out. Yeah. What do you got
0: cooking on the grill? <laughs> and uh, instead,
1: uh, they're like, what? Up in arms, you know, all... Ho, ho, ho and they're all whispering to each other and murmuring about how, oh, he's hanging out with the tax collector. He must be a tax collector, or he must be,
0: you know. Just like them. Just like them. Birds of a feather flock together. A feather. A feather. (laughs) Feather.
1: Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the Ultralight. They rock!
0: All right, that was Angels, All-Star United. And I love this passage because he's kind of – He's showing us his heart toward the lost. You know, Jesus's heart toward the real reason he came um, to this world—to um, he came to find us sinners and to hang out and, and redeem those who are lost. And um, that was the point of why he came. And so he's setting that setting that straight to the Pharisees, who, as Jeff said, were probably very jealous that no one was hanging out with them. Um, Jesus wasn't giving them face time uh you know we we're, in our in our prideful flesh we always think we're worthy of um we, we get worthy of something you know we're worthy of the time with jesus we're worthy of the fellowship you know why in the world is he over here you know hanging out with all these people that don't know even know what who he is and don't love him at all and um you know frankly jesus found himself hanging out with those people more because he realized you know, they're the ones who needed him. They're the ones who needed redeeming. Yeah, I mean, Jesus'
1: heart is shown clearly. And, and I like that we're doing a series based on the words in red. If you have a Bible, you know, you can't go wrong. We're get, we're like, oh man, these, this series is going so well. We're so blessed. And it's like, well, obviously. We're just talking about what Jesus said. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is his heart. He's saying, this is what God wants. This is what God calls us to do as well. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. That was Savior by Skillet. That's his role. Jesus Christ, Savior. What? What do you have? What do you need? That's going to be your Savior. The people who think they've got it all figured out—they're not looking for a Savior. So, Jesus isn't here for them. He's here for those that want help and need help. You know, those who are sick need a physician. He said, but those who aren't sick don't need a physician. So, what are you up in arms about? I'm here to save those people that need help. If you think you need help, then good. We can do business together. And I think that it's so important that we see that this is the heart of God. Because I think as Christians, we can get in a point where we think that God hates the wicked. Like to the point of, you know, obviously the people that like are dying in their sins, you know, God's not happy about that. But he doesn't hate them. He loves the world. He he, He takes no pleasure. In the death of wicked people, it's not like he's like good. You rejected me, fine. It's not like that. He's like he's begging. He's out searching the world for the lost. You know, he is that shepherd. He's looking for that one sheep that remains out there, uncared for, in danger, in the wilderness. You know, facing lions and whatever else is out there. That's what God's heart is. He's the shepherd looking for the lost sheep. We get this mentality where it's like God, get him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. like John and James when uh, the people rejected Jesus, he's like you want us to call down fire and destroy them? <laughs> get him, God. You know that's not the heart of God at all. Everybody's like, oh well, the Old Testament God, and they get into this whole like trip about who God is and what he what he says. But the heart of God is evident in Scripture. It's that He cares for the lost and He wants them to come
0: to Him. That's His desire. Yeah, you would almost expect this shepherd to find this lost sheep and then give him a give him a beat down yeah, for being a stern lost talking it to. It's like, you know, how dare you leave the flock and how dare you make me come all the way out here and find you, you know, because we've all had parents that yeah, said that's that, what right? I've I mean, been Jesus' parents and, even said that and they wave their fingers, yeah. you know, flap their fingers at you, but you know, I, I think Going after the loss what does he do he picks up the sheep on his shoulder so the sheep doesn't have to walk the whole way back amazing and he may be hurt or whatever he puts them over his shoulder and then he walks them back to the flock and he rejoices when he gets home with all his friends and neighbors i mean he is so excited that he found the lost sheep um, and is not focused on the, the transgression of the sheep at all.
1: Where did this tasty lick come from?
0: The Altar Life.
1: With Brent and Jeff. Thanks a lot for listening to The Altar Life. We're excited that you're here. Tonight's episode, Lost and Found, the parable, parables of the lost coin and the lost sheep. And we're talking about God's heart over the lost, those that are wandering and have not come to know him. You know, we talk about Christian culture a lot on this show. We talk about our churches. We talk about stuff that Christians understand. But there's an entire world out there that has never found God, has never, uh, you know, put their faith in Jesus Christ. And they're not going to. You you know, they're not going to just all of a sudden be like, God, I've been looking all over for you. Now I found you. You know, we. (laughs) they're not they're, they're out pursuing their own stuff you know that, like sheep they're just out looking for whatever they, they're stupid we're stupid you know um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm mean the Bible says that we're all like sheep we've gone astray we found our own way we go and do that thing but uh, you know God he sees those people and he has a heart for them to turn and uh, he expects us to do the same to have a heart for those people because we were those people you know, if but for the grace of God, we would still be those people. And the, to see the, the joy that comes that that God has when one person comes back, it's something that we should thrive on and feed on for ourselves. That we would keep setting off the party switch up in heaven. You know, I mentioned the angel rave up. You know, a previous episode of the angels like flicking the lights on and off, and like, oh yeah, oh yeah, another sinner. It's your birthday. (laughs) By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. And
0: moving on, you know, we've spent a lot of time in the first one so far, but the second parable tonight about the lost coin. Or what woman having 10 silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp? Sweep, oh, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, "Rejoice with me, for I have lost the peace which I I have found the peace which I lost." Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And um, similar theme, you know, the woman losing the coin. And, uh, you know, think about how much care she puts into finding, how much energy she puts into finding this coin. You know, you drop a penny in the couch, you're not really that concerned about it. Yeah, you're going (laughs) to find it eventually. She's, you know, seeking, looking, lighting a lamp, sweeping the house, doing the cleaning. If you ever lost something, like your phone or something, and you're like, what am I going to do? (laughs) <laughs> and you like rip apart your house looking for this thing and you're in, you' you know, or your keys and you have to get somewhere and you, can, you don't have the time to look for it. <laughs> you know how much care do you spend like ripping up every cushion and looking under everything and cleaning and you find it like, oh my gosh it's dirty in there so you like clean it <laughs> Cause, cause you're looking in places you haven't looked in a really long time. And how much care do you put into that exercise of just seeking seeking out that lost thing? and that's the picture here of Jesus seeking out the lost soul, you know. And in both of these parables, the the active person in these stories is Jesus. You know, the the lost person, as Jeff said, you know, isn't looking to be found, you know. Isn't concerned about the fact they're lost necessarily. Yeah. They're off in in some other land somewhere. <laughs> and the the person Jesus um, is the one seeking it seeking out the lost with care sorry I just
1: <laughs> I'm like making Brent laugh because You're I'm like laughing. laughing trying to stifle it I just picture a coin like help me <laughs> help me like coin <laughs> like with a little mouth and like arms like, just dead, just like
0: I'm over here the little dead president's Find talking yeah. on the coin. hey
1: I'm over here like it's really not the way it is at all it, you know what I mean and it's so true I feel like God uh, he doesn't give up until it's found. That's something to think about as well. The Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Leaving 99 by Audio Adrenaline. You think that song was appropriate for this episode? Yep. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> for almost word for word. <laughs> right out of the scripture. Well, that's great. That's what it's all about here on The altar Life. finding great music to speak to us. Props to Audio A. What's up? What's up? Shout out. May they rest in peace. Um... You know, just talking about uh, God's heart for the lost tonight. And what's great about these stories is that these people are dedicated. They don't quit until it's found. And it's not like, oh, where did the, I just dropped a coin? Where did it go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know right. I mean? or hey, is that? Oh, the sheep's over the horizon. I'll, I'll get it. Come back. You know, this is like just. It leaves the impression that this is like a long process. God is still looking for the lost. It's not like, it's like, oh, we have, the church is a good size. You know, I'm, I'm content. No, God is still out there searching. Isn't that an encouraging thing for all these people that you know and are still praying for that are lost? Something to think about. Now. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is
0: unbelievable. All
1: right, that was Crawl by Adam Watts to kick off hour two. Of our episode, Lost and Found. And appropriately enough, our Unbelievable segment is now, which is, usually it is, around the middle part of our show. And we'll take a cue from our title. Tonight's Unbelievable episode is the phenomenon that is the Lost and Found. (laughs) That was like the longest.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'm making it epic. That is the phenomenon of or pertaining to, (laughs) notwithstanding, (laughs) either two henceforth.
1: Uh, Lost and found. Lost and
0: Founds, man. And you know, it's interesting because you can't really plan what's going to be in a Lost and Found, but if you're like out of context looking at a Lost and Found (laughs) and you find things that were lost, it blows your mind. Like, (laughs) I was was, um, at at church and uh, the Lost and Found is kind of like just sitting out by the front door. (laughs) And, um, you know, in churches you would expect Lost and Founds to be like, you know, a stack of Bibles, you know, maybe like... A devotional that someone laughed or you know whatever or a jacket or oh, you know it was a nice day so I forgot my jacket how about boots <laughs> 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 who lost their boots at church must have been a great service shoes flying off <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see a cat running around with like a pirate hat and no boots Yeah, this makes you
0: go hmm <laughs> <laughs> well, how did that happen how
1: did they get here and why are they not I mean, leaving?
0: How did they get out of here without <laughs> realizing their boots were not?
1: That's like, I'm always amazed when people like leave their keys behind. Like, where did they go? Did they just, like, get a ride from somebody randomly? Like, I don't need, I'll leave my car here. And the keys, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> the best is, like, you find sunglasses, and it's, like, on a rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why did you even bring them? <laughs> That's why you lost them. Yeah, true story. I. I, I'm actually not using my own Bible tonight. I'm using my wife's Bible because for the third Sunday in a row, I'm ashamed to admit, <laughs> I left my Bible at church. Now, I'm not a forgetful person. I have a pretty good memory when it comes to stuff. I double-check what I bring, then I go home with the same items. But, you know, now I have kids. I'll blame it on them. Um, you know, somebody's misbehaving. you got to hurry up out of church before your testimony is blown and everybody sees you for the terrible parent <laughs> that you really are. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I put it down or someone has an accident and you got to change them. You put the Bible down and I, seriously, three times in a row now I realize, and I don't realize it till I go to pick it up like the next day to read it or, you know, <laughs> when we come to do things like this that I don't have it. And you're like, ah! And then you go and of course it's like, it's like wallowing through the the pool that is the Bibles at the church, trying to find yours, yours, and everybody is the same, same exact boy. one.
0: Thomas Nelson, so please standard put your name in standard, a Bible standard issue. That's right, <laughs> Tom Nell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So back to the lost and found in the boots. What if, what if you were the guy who lost the boots, and you were coming up to the guy at the lost and found, going, um, yeah, like a couple of weeks ago. Did you guys find any boots laying around? (laughs) How awkward did you feel?
1: (laughs) And the guy at the counter is like, hold on one second.
0: Hey, Charlie, (laughs) this is the guy with the boots.
1: <laughs> and you're like, oh gosh. You're like, yeah, how did you get home? <laughs>
0: uh, nothing's more embarrassing than losing something embarrassing when yeah. you shouldn't have lost it and yeah. then having to go back later and ask for it. Where <laughs> 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 you're like trying to beat the last guy who's locking up the building. Wait a minute. I lost my boots. <laughs> let how, will me I in? Get, how will I get home? Let it's me like, did
1: someone leave any anti fungal cream here? <laughs> That's mine. And then they announce it from the pulpit. Um, with the person who left the antifungal cream come to the front, please? please
0: uh, re- reclaim your lost <laughs> item. like, no, nobody's claiming it, no. It We're going of, once, going kind twice. of bleeds into the, the license plate announcement. <laughs> yeah, That's why I never want to get a license plate with something like cute or embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the license plate of cutie, please, <laughs> yeah. go. I love your kitties. <laughs> your
1: lights are on. <laughs> I love kitties. It's like this big early guy's like, oh
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> my god! And you, then you look to see who stands up. <laughs> it's awesome. No, sorry. It's
1: <laughs> I heart kitties.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Alter Life with Brett
1: and Jeff. That was found by the Supertones, a '90s flashback. You get the gist of what we're talking about. First hour was lost. Now we're talking found, baby. It's all about Jesus coming after to seek those that are lost. The Son of Man came to seek and save the Lost, that's what Jesus said, and um, I'm not paraphrasing that. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that is actually something that he said. I'll have to look that <laughs> up, but um, that's the heart of God, you know. And I'm thankful that he came and found me because, you know, at four years old, I wasn't looking for him. I could tell you that much. I was probably looking for my toy or whatever it was, but um, in all seriousness, God his heart breaks for those that are wandering you know god just think about how god sits up in heaven (laughs) uh, for a second and looks down at the earth at the people that are just aimlessly trying to fill the void that only he can and his heart just breaks for them you know and um, and like i said before he's still actively pursuing them he's chasing after them if you think about that he wants them found, you know. There's not a single person on this earth that God doesn't want to be found. It's just a matter of,
0: you know, do they want to be found, you know? And um, and I'm glad it's not hopeless. Like he just he just looked for them and and then he didn't find them because it, it goes on in both things. It says when he found or when she found the missing item. She calls her friends and neighbors together. He calls his friends and neighbors together. He says, let's have a party, y'all. Let's get together. Let's... This is amazing. I found... You know, it's... And you just imagine the party that's going on in heaven. I mean, we don't... We can't imagine because we've never been to heaven. Um... Most of us. And <laughs> uh, we don't know what it's like, but I can imagine, like, all the, you know, the angels and these heavenly and all the people. And I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, like, like, I'm just thinking like uh, a sports stadium of, you know, 80,000 people for yeah. a college football game or something. And but times gazillion. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You know, just cheering and, and just An an amazing amount of joy that's coming out of that moment, because of one sinner who repented. One sinner, you know, not like you know, big harvest crusade or some big you know evangelistic event or Billy Graham crusade where everyone's coming and getting saved. That's like an extreme (laughs) extreme party, but just one broken person being found by Jesus, giving their life, repenting of their sin, and that's just creating a party in heaven that's just an amazing thought tonight nobody has regretted putting all on the altar the altar life with Brent and Jeff Uh, some things just
1: can't be explained that was the beauty of grace by Crystal Myers and something that Brent had said in the previous segment triggered something in my mind you know he's talking about how you know it doesn't matter if it's one sinner all party rejoice all of heaven rejoices and they're having a party you think about those you know we've seen you know to the you know a tenth of that you know or an nth small portion of that when you're at church or and people are applauding and they're doing an altar call or whatever it is or like the harvest crusade or the billy Graham crusade when people are walking down there's thousands of people cheering and applauding and giving what is just deserved of god you know, the, the glory that he deserves for the power to save that he provides and for saving those souls. But I would, I would have to, to think that the majority of people, the transaction of them exchanging death into life happens in a quiet, intimate moment when it's just them and God and all of heaven is keenly focused in on that soul. As it turns, you know what I mean? Just think about that, that, that minute moment where it clicks and all of heaven is focused intently on that person that one person each moment you know however many people get saved in a given time or given day I don't know the stats or anything like that but regardless all of heaven is focused all of heaven is rejoicing that's an incredible thought
0: yeah it's like that that you said it's 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 not a most of the time it's not a social event where other people know what's going on and you know i think about when i accepted christ it was a it was a moment with me a transaction with me and god but and it was all quiet on earth but in heaven it was a party you know continuing on with that concept of heaven you know i wonder if heaven is also in that state of anticipation when a sinner is close like just just give up, you know. Like almost cheering it on. Like you know, I'm just picturing like the team is down at the five yard line, ready to score the touchdown. So it's like just on oh, the, the two yards, one yard. You're at the goal line. Just go. Just jump over the pile. Like you know, I wonder if there if heaven is and I, and I can imagine heaven just being like just ready to just burst open with with that excitement. Um, cheering on the sinner. <laughs> yeah. Cheering on this. Just just turn. Just repent. You know and tonight if you're on the fence because there's so many of us that you know you're just sifting through it like is it worth it you know they have all these doubts and the enemy's lying to you and you know if you're on the fence just just picture that you know all of heaven is just waiting for you to take that one step and to you know to give your life over to Christ just to turn you know all of heaven's waiting for that tonight if that's you and um and so, don't let them down.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do
0: it. Turn your life, turn over to, turn your life over to Christ. You know, He loves you. He's waiting for you. And the and they want to just celebrate in heaven about that, you know, one sinner. And it's, it could be you if that's where you're at tonight. Yeah. You don't want.
1: I always wonder. You know, the the team that doesn't win the Super Bowl, how dissatisfying it must be when they have to throw out all those T-shirts and hats that were made because <laughs> they obviously make them ahead of time. Sure. You know, the, you don't want the angels to be like. You know, let down. <laughs> like I was saying, you know, they're there. They're ready. They're like, let's let's party, man. This is gonna be awesome. And they're like, You're getting warmer. 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 You know, they're there. You're so close. You might be listening to the show and laughing and you know, mocking, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, but you know. You're there, you're you're listening, you know, you're you're right on the edge and you're like, you know what, I've really been thinking about this and you know, I've been going through the motions, and I don't think I've ever really given my heart. And the angels are like, go, 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 go. <laughs> he's at the 40. He's at the 30. <laughs> I just got to do it, man. You just got to jump in, whether no matter where you are, the intimacy of your own heart, the privacy of your own room. God is there, and he wants you to get found. <laughs> he's like, you're lost. Come on. He's Who st- wants to do He's yet. been seeking you out. Yeah, it's unbelievable to think that that much attention is going to you. You deserve it. We talked about that last week. So accept it. Accept the gift of being found and being welcomed into the family. You're listening to the Altalife with Brent and Jeff. That was a great song by Bleach. Found you out. That's what we're talking about. Being found out, and it's a great feeling. God has found us, and. Um, moving on in Luke there's a story of Zacchaeus which we're familiar with we sing the song about it and um, it's actually where Jesus says uh, what I had said earlier and uh, you think about the tax collectors and the the Pharisees were all up in arms Um, you know hey why are they hanging out with the tax collectors and all that stuff and you know it might have been a similar scene as what we see here when Jesus is eating with Zacchaeus and um, something great that he says he said today salvation has come to this house because he also is a son of Abraham for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which was lost and if you're lost tonight Jesus is here for you and that's why he came that's why he died he didn't die for all the people that already felt like they had it together he died for those who knew that they needed something better something more something worth it and uh, if you're listening to this show and you think you've got your life figured out you're wrong God is the only one that can put it together for you. And if you're listening and you know you have no clue about what's going on and you just feel like you're lost, get found. Jesus is there. All you have to do is turn around and be welcomed home. I mean, that's that's plain and simple,
0: I think. Yeah. Don't be like a Pharisee and think that you're, in, you're exempt from this conversation. Like, I'm not lost. I know exactly where I'm going in my life. You don't. You know, unless you're with Jesus, you're lost. And he's looking for you and he's found you. And tonight... You know, let the voice in your heart turn you to himself. And until next week, be cool cats, live for Christ. Period.